Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. are watching Game Time Decisions. I am Gabriel Morenci, and I'm on the grid, and so is the raging redhead, Cam Stewart. And so we break it down. We've got National Football League news, and it's not really good news, uh, but it's news. Um, The more things change, the more they stay the same, actually. We're living in a bizarro world, Twilight Zone episode on a daily basis. Uh, But Rex Ryan's still an idiot. Um, We'll break that down. We'll talk a little NFL uh, football. And I actually had a lot of fun talking about uh, all the sports movies. And not just, you know... I'm not really going to watch the best one, but it was just yeah. fun talking about all the different sports movies and made me want to rewatch uh, the movie Victory uh, that we talked about uh, with uh, Michael Caine, Sylvester Stallone, and Pele. Great soccer movie, 1981. So we had a lot of fun, and Cam had a great idea uh, on the program uh, yesterday. Um, he said, why don't we do best uh, gambling movies? So it could be like sports gambling, straight-out gambling, yeah. cards, pool, whatever. Yeah, Classic anything. gambling, horse Horse track movies, um, you know, Seabiscuit is considered a gambling movie to some people. Eh, I look at it more of a horse movie, but, uh, you know, nevertheless. And we asked you guys on Twitter, what are your favorite gambling movies? And we've gotten a lot of uh, great responses, um, <laughs> a lot of old school responses. And, when you you know, they don't make TV shows. They don't, they don't make movies uh, like they used to. But we'll get into that. Uh, on uh, today's episode of Game Time Decisions. But as far as the National Football League news uh, is concerned, and it's funny, Cam, because just the other day, I talked about how Brian Kelly said to Kirk Herbstreit, shut up, you're not a doctor, you don't know anything. How do you know whether we're going to play or not? And I said, well, he's a pretty smart guy that happens to be the biggest uh, analyst in the game, so he probably does know a little thing about what's happening in the college football world, not to mention... Kirk Herbstreit specifically stated, unless we have a vaccination, I don't see how we play. I agree. Now, here is here is the chief medical officer of the National Football League. Okay, and, you know, because it's not Kim Kardashian's ass and it's not a B doing something (laughs) stupid. You know, you'll see no one's going to talk about this. I, I guarantee you yet. It doesn't matter what Roger Goodell says. It doesn't matter what Adam Schefter says. It doesn't matter what anybody uh, says. Correct. The medical experts are in charge right now. All right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So we can pretend this, oh, they're going to play, and I heard this and that, and they're holding this. This is Dr. Alan Sills, the league's chief medical expert. He's not entirely sure uh, National Football League play will happen. Stills, who was heading the league's response to COVID-19, said on Thursday, Widespread testing would have to be available before the reopening of the league uh, could be uh, contemplated even. Widespread uh, testing. He goes on to say, as long as we're still in a place when a single individual tests positive for the virus and that you have yet to quarantine every single person who has come into contact with them in any shape or form or fashion, I don't think you can even begin to think about reopening a team sport. Chief medical officer I got I got of the NFL says, no, no, not maybe. I don't even think we can even talk about opening up, he says. That was so uh, eloquently speaking. You could tell this guy didn't uh, get his degree online at the uh, University of New Hampshire or Phoenix, Gabe, in one of those programs. That's real. And you said it. How many players are on a football field? That's why basketball has the best chance. I'm not even going to say they're in, but I'm just saying you break it down. Football's huge. The ball boys, all the assistants, everybody on the sidelines, special teams, players. You said it, man. It is a big, big task. Nothing is harder than football. So that's one sport everyone's dreaming about football. I get it. Our network, we cover football left, right, and center. But let's be real, man. I want to cry. I'm going to cry. Like, it's just too much. Like, if there's no football, this goes on forever. We're done. We're done. I'm going to tell you something, buddy. I, I, I... just the last few days, like I'm on the edge right now. Like I just, I, I'm dealing with, you know, my, my family situation. I want to keep them healthy, running into idiots. Like I've reached the point right now and I don't go out and hang with people, but I'm going nuts and I'm getting angry. And uh, 
Yeah. So for everybody out there that you think you want to go for a stroll with 30 of your friends, don't. Stay. Just don't. Go for a walk with the dog. Football's tough, Gabe. I'm telling you, man. Like, there are so many factors to take into consideration. And you said it. This guy's a doctor. These other guys are football analysts. I'll take the doctor's advice. It's a no-brainer. Yeah, and pretty much, Kirk Herbstreit pretty much saying the same thing this guy's saying. He's closer to a doctor than these other yeah. guys. <laughs> yeah, and Herbstreit's closer than Kelly was. You don't yeah. know. Well, here's the guy saying, this is the chief medical officer of the NFL, saying, we're not even in a position to start talking about this. We're not in a position. Like, so imagine the challenge. As long as we're a single individual test positive for the virus and you have to quarantine every single person that was in contact with him in any shape or form or fashion, then I don't even think you can begin uh, to think about opening a team sport. And then he goes on to say, because we're going to have positive cases for a very long time. So what happens, Cam? Yeah, you can play a game. Sure, you can roll out and play a game. Sure. And then four days later, eight of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are sick. And then, you know what? The assistant coach dies. And, and then, oh, you know what? Yeah, we're playing. But, oh, you know what? The Colts can't play this week because Indianapolis is in a lockdown. Like, eh. so where I'm going with this with football, if this guy is the chief medical officer for the NFL, this is a crackpot. It's not Dr. Oz. Number one. He's the NFL's chief medical officer saying we're not even in a position to talk about this. What are we even doing talking about Major League Baseball and stuff? Like, if these guys are saying, oh, God, no, we, we, we're not going to be able to play team sports in September. Yeah. And we're talking about, oh, baseball is going to start in July, 81 games. As if. Yeah. Like, Here's another, I don't yeah. think people realize, like, what, what we're in for. It, it basically, these stories that come out, Gabe, it's not our first rodeo. They're desperation stories. In times of this, people want to stay positive. Oh, we can get an 81-game schedule. We can do this. We will go to this city for quarantine. Like Homer Simpson. Yeah. The yes. Yes. So good. It's, it's still, still good. good. Yeah. Oof, it's flying. Yeah. It lands in, 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 <laughs> yes. in the canal. It's yes. still good. It's oh. still good. Or he Until picks up. Or it the, goes the, through the, yes. the, the yeah. garbage. Remember, it's still yeah. good. And then he flies son? away and Bart tells him, yeah, it's God, Dad. Remember? <laughs> Remember, he's like, oh, I found a radiator sub. He's like, oh, yeah, whatever. It's like green. He eats it. He's like, <laughs> I love Homer Simpson. He's like, I, I can't stay mad, yeah. mad at you, friend. <laughs> Things green. No, you're right. And that's, hey, that's the world we live in, right? And our bosses have said it. Everyone says it. Nobody wants to hear doom and gloom or whatever. But these stories that come out, let's call it out for what it is. They're extremely optimistic. They're not just a little bit optimistic. So, you know oh, what? Well, don't worry. Yeah. Uh, well, extremely. I think you mean pessimistic, <laughs> not optimistic. No, I mean, they think they can still get these seasons in. That's okay, what I'm okay, talking yeah, about. Yeah, That's yeah. their optimistic yeah, yeah, they, approach. They don't. They don't. Yeah, they don't. They're spinning their own lives. No, right? but you know what it is? And you're right. I don't want to know this. You know what it is? They can't tell everyone, oh, yeah, by the way, we're all under lockdown till August. Yeah. <laughs> like, people are going to flip. There's yep. going to be, like, it has to be sort of, like, you know, it's like when you owe someone money. Yeah, yeah, give me a couple of more days. You need a couple of more days and a couple of more days. Yeah, like, funny, you, you can't just come out and tell them, listen, I don't have your money and I can't pay you for eight months. It's, it's funny. You got to kick the can down. You know what I mean? Like, yes, uh, yes, you, know, like you, you know what I'm saying? You can't just come out and tell someone bad news. Oh, by the way, I won't have your money for nine months. And yeah, yeah, it's going to be bad. No, you come up with, well, you know what? Next week I'm waiting on this. And you know what I'm saying? I can't believe you just read my mind. <laughs> All these guys from the past that I've like, you know, made trade-offs for, like the barter system, got oh, your them phone's something. Phone's off the hook now. <laughs> Think about it. All those times that I had like a, a couple dime accounts with these guys, I owe them a bit. Oh, we got no sports. Can I come collect? It's oh. like yeah, yeah. So you know what? This is not only worse because we used to do that, and these are from a long time ago. Like I owe this guy like money. He needs it now. What am I gonna do? Oh, can I pay you in marijuana? Like, what do you, what do you, what do you want for the money? Like, he goes, I want money. I'm like, okay, okay. Well, you're just gonna have to give me some time. Reasonable person. This is another thing because all these bookies, they got no action, so they're shaking down everybody that owes them money. It's horrible times for everyone. Yeah, you seem, you seem I can't, a little rattled. I can't believe you said that. Like, the guy literally texted me today. But uh... <laughs> <Did we talk? laughs> Uh, I'm sure. Oh, God. I just turned my phone off. Um, That's smart. 
So listen, it doesn't mean though, guys, it doesn't mean that, ah, oh, there's no sports for the rest of our lives. All right. Now, number one, we talk about it. Everyone needs to shut down like Georgia, Texas, all these states, whatever. They're morons. You're losing college football in SEC. Country. Yeah. You guys don't want to listen to Mississippi and Tennessee. You won't think it's funny in September when there's no SEC football. So, hey, you've been warned. Um, But it doesn't mean everything. Team sports. Team sports. Yes. Like uh, Robert De Niro in um, The Untouchables. The team. The team. Baseball. Baseball is great. Everybody goes, when you're at the the, the batter's box, it's about individual achievement. Yep. (laughs) Individual and many so. But when you're in the field... It's about the team. team. And everyone's like, teamwork, boss. And he cracks the guy's skull with a baseball bat. <laughs> I remember that. That was a great film. I'll tell you another thing. What about tennis? Tennis, to me, seems like the easiest one out of them all. Yes, tennis. No, no. Tennis, yes. I think... They would have to wear something on their hands, though, because you're touching the ball. Or, no, yeah. they have, or they have a million balls. You just keep on talking. No, to no, the no. It's a good idea. Something. It's a good idea yeah. to wear gloves. Yeah. So they're never touching the ball, the same ball. They're on separate sides of the court. So just to put in context, guys, okay? Because I am guarantee you, people are watching this now. Oh, you guys, you're not doctors. Shut up. <laughs> and, not, and, um, well, but I'll put it in context. All right? WrestleMania. They've been taping WrestleMania. All right? And they taped it. Supposedly, it's done now. Word is, it's completely finished. And they already did the after WrestleMania show, the Monday Night Raw show. It's going to be a train wreck. It's done. Word is in the wrestling world, it was a freaking nightmare from yep. hell circus. Yep. Doing WrestleMania. Okay. This isn't 53 guys on one football team and 53 on the other. Yep. This was WrestleMania in isolation, one match at a time. All right. They didn't even have everyone in the room together. One match at a time. Yep. Word on the street is, um, well, it's not even not word on the street. She came out and said it. So Dana Brooke, I don't know who she is, whatever, one of these new blonde chicks. Yeah. She's very popular. She's out, coronavirus. She showed up. They had to kick her out. The Miz, okay? The Miz is the, hard, the, the hardcore guy. Yep, yep. Word on the street is the Miz was so sick, and he just tried to fight through and play tough guy. I'm fine. Don't worry about it. They were like, holy crap. No, 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 no. Like, you, we think you might have it. I don't know if he has it, but... He was sent home, so much so that the Usos, I don't know if you know who the Usos are, they're related to The Rock, they're the brothers, they're they're cousins. They're pissed. There was a confrontation. They were pissed for real. They were exposed to it through The Miz. They're like, what are you, an idiot? They had to send The Miz home. Rey Mysterio got sent, kicked out of the room. So what I'm saying is, even doing WrestleMania with wrestlers individually, Matches were falling apart daily. Yeah. Oh, it was like, time. oh, no, no, he's got a fever of 104. Uh, he's got to get out of here. Oh, no, she's got coronavirus. It was a nightmare. Like, just doing WrestleMania. You're going to roll out a football game? Like I said, you can play a football game. Like you, Let's just say hypothetically right now, guys. Let's just say you're a doubter out there, and you say, no, 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 no. Let's start baseball. Let's start baseball. Um May 1st, we'll give them open training camp right now again. Let them play baseball May 1st. They're not playing May 1st. You know what will happen? You can play a couple of games. <laughs> and then party's you, over. About two, three weeks in, it would be a pandemic of, like, biblical proportions. You're right. <laughs> the entire league would be sick. Coaches would be dropping dead. Yeah. Uh, some players would die. Uh, anyone around, cameraman, like – People don't seem to realize, it's like, at what point do they realize how contagious this thing is? Mm-hmm. And as you stated, doesn't mean all sports are done. And UFC is a good example. Because, Cam, if they can wrestle, like, and this is the thing, everyone's hating on Dana White, oh, he's evil, yeah. and you know, all this type of stuff. Whatever, dude, all elite wrestling's going on. WWE's going on. Yeah. What's the difference if you're rolling around fakely or punching each other for real? It doesn't and, matter. And another thing about the UFC, think about the card. How many matches and undercards? It's two people fighting, not 56 guys on a damn team. It would oh, be yeah. easier to get them all taken care of. thing that was very interesting this week, though, there was controversy, right? And I told you, I, I think golf is handling this situation insanely. I'm telling you, Gabe, 
They have women's tour golf that I bet on. Actually, the chick that I bet on at six to one's leading right now, going into the final round, Haley Moore from Arizona. That's what I'm doing with my time. No, yeah, no, yeah. She's a big girl, but she hits it a mile. But let me tell you. So basically all these leagues came up uh, to the British Open, the RNA, different than the PGA Tour, say basically you guys are going to be done. The RNA said, screw you. We haven't made that decision yet. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I started to think about it, though. The British Open with the fescue and the land and all that other stuff, it could work. Oh, no, no. What do you think? No fans. It's like- no fans. It's so easy. You don't talk to <laughs> What do you think? Because it looks nice. It's safer. Renzi, I'm not a rocket scientist, but you got to listen to me. No, you got to listen to me. You're just, no, no. Go on, go on. Just listen. You don't talk to your playing partner anyway. You could reduce the fields of qualifiers in the tournament from the 35 uh, European world rankings. You can socially distance. I get it. Marshals don't have to be 80 years old. It is a perfect social distance where you wear a glove anyway when you hit the damn I know, but let me say something now. Okay. Yeah. What do you, you can't have, what if there's like no fly, uh, like borders are still close and there's no tra- international travel. Um, not all players would be believing to get there or want to play there. And number two, or number three, the only reason that the RNA, whatever the hell they're called, or the Royal or whatever, because they're Royal bozos. Man. Yeah, they're bozos. And dude, Boris Johnson, the prime minister oh, of, know, of England, know. So, oh, it's nothing more than a uh, flu. All right, he goes out and shakes hands and drinks a, you know, I mean, he's in a pub, all right, I'm going to eat fish and chips, I'll show you. Guy got coronavirus. I know. England is so behind the curve, it's not even funny. Like, they're delusional over there. Like, man, they're, but dude, they, they, so what, what, is, what, what, what do these guys think? Did they, they did Wimbledon cancel? Their Wimbledon is going to shut down, but they're not? You know what I mean? Like, it's wishful thinking. I like it. Listen, you're right, though, Ken. You raise a good point as far as golf. It's very isolated. You have yes. one guy, you have you the other guy standing the guy. back. Exactly. He, he off. You don't even go on the green together at the same time. You know what I mean? You just kick back sort of like 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 weekend duffers. You sort of kick back in the cart, you stand there, you know what? finish his shot. Or you can even do it. You can even go, you go first. Yeah. This type of thing on TV. You play the hole. They're Here's pros. The- they do it fast, right? Ding, ding, ding. And then I play the hole. Here's another thing. Marshall's young, and you don't need a caddy. Those tour tubs that they carry are like 300 pounds with all the clubs in them. You bring a little ping snap bag, and you put your clubs, and you you're you're your own caddy. Uh, That's, I'm, I'm in a know, good. I'm in a better mood than you, Evan. I can tell you're surly. Let them use carts. <laughs> I got no problem with carts. That's a good idea. <laughs> I'm telling you, though, I just don't understand. Like, tennis makes sense to me. Golf makes sense to me. UFC actually makes sense to me because the limited pools of people and stuff. But I don't know, man. It's also it's also pressure from every other league. These guys did it. These guys did it. You don't want to be that lone wolf going, oh, okay, yeah, screw you guys. We're getting Look ahead of them getting ahead of ourselves. You're just such a big golf fan. You don't want to lose the Scottish Open now. <laughs> oh, and I got another question for you. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time decision continues. I am Marenzi. It's a special weekend edition of the program. You're getting bonus content from us. Middle of a pandemic. Cam, come to work on the weekends uh, for you even. Throwing it down two hours a night uh, now. All right, uh, so we're going to get into the the, uh, the best gambling movies ever. But we were talking about NFL football and whether it's going to happen. And, and basically, the whole thing is, guys, we need rapid testing. That's the bottom line. Vaccination, fine. If we have rapid testing, they're going to be able to pull it off. Okay? But we don't have that yet. And another thing is, you would need to test players daily. We're talking about 50 to 100,000 tests, all right? Oh, uh, I know. People are dying and freaking out. Well, yeah, like the NFL, we hoarded 100,000 tests. So yeah, play yeah. A bunch of, like, it's not going to work, guys. Oh. So we need a herd uh, immunity where basically everybody had it already. Everybody gets it. Everyone was going to die is going to die, so to speak. But, guys, the other problem is there's a second wave of this that's going to come. And that's not an if. It's a fact. Look at uh, Italy. Co- Look COVID-20. At Italy. 
COVID-20, so to speak, will be. It's ironic we're in 2020 and it's COVID-19. Um, but it, it is because it was discovered in, in, um, in, in 2019, uh, this virus. So that's why it's COVID-19. But I'm saying it's going to be a hybrid of it that comes back. So look, guys, polio white people out before. The Spanish flu 100 years ago in 1918, white people out before, okay? And we don't walk around worrying about the Spanish flu anymore, do we? Like this, there'll be a time where um, once again, it's like the Simpsons, like the meteor that's going to kill them all. And then they oh, all laugh yeah. at it. Ah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> stupid meteor. <laughs> that was the best. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways. Simpsons are so good, man. They're, they're, so they're right about everything all the time. Oh, they are. Um, so, uh, and at best is Homer was right. He goes, don't worry about it. By the time it hits the earth, yeah. it'll be nothing more bigger than a chihuahua's head. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end, he was right. And he's like, I'm scared. Dad was right. <laughs> so, no, no, don't worry about it. It'll be nothing more. Uh, so basically, we need like rapid fire testing. So it doesn't mean that there's no sports, but football is a real challenge compared to the other ones. Even the NBA is easier. But Cam raised a good point about golf. Golf's not impossible. It's difficult because Cam, you have to, you have to, you have to remember different countries. It, yeah, it's not just. Uh, you watching some horse races above uh, above the screen here, Cam? No, I'm looking at uh, oh, not at your face anymore. Am I too high now? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Oh Jesus. Okay. Yeah, just, yeah, just, uh, I'm gonna tell you something. In my defense, Joe Ranieri gave me this tripod, and it's really messing me up, man. Like it's it's so yes, above it the computer. Like, uh, okay. Yeah, no, good point. I'm going to take it to another room when we're done. I am ready to snap. <laughs> just look straight. Just look okay. straight. All right. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm looking at that green dot. Like, I'm just going to look that's at That's what I dot. said. That's what that's I've been doing. That's what I've been doing. But the camera's no, cut. You look like you're in the front row of, like, a UFC event with your head looking up. You look like you're in the front row of a movie theater. And you've been beating me down a lot on this uh, program here. I'll keep no, on just I'm looking at the light. Anyway, I'm not even going to get mad at you. But I blame a lot of this stuff that's happened in the world for me. I remember Vince told me once a long time ago. Joe Ranieri, but don't no, Joe. When people think Joe, you don't want to see Joe get mad. We were on a conference no. call the other day. Joe, Joe said, hey, that's all cute, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, the best was Pharrell's like talking and bitching about the easy way. Ranieri was steaming. We had, you had a, an interview to do. I literally, and at the end of it, I go, let's all thank Joe Ranieri for all the extra work he put in because I could tell he was ready to kill people. But Listen to this one. Vince told me this a while ago. My birthday, April 4th, and I was 44. 4444. Four, four, four. That's death in China. Like, that's the worst type of numbers you could have. So I'm turning 45 this year, but Vince told me, like, the oh, year. So what, what, you, it's your year. birthday in, like, two days, whatever. Your birthday's coming up? Think about all these bad things have happened, man. It's pretty crazy. 4444. Four, four, four. <laughs> four, four, April 4th, 44. Now I'm April 4th, 45. God, I'm an idiot. What a bad... It, it used, I, I thought it was a special birthday till I met Chinese people who told me it sucks. Because you got to buy a jade necklace to shake that stuff off. Your, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually thinking about going to one of those stores and getting like a jade Buddha. People don't realize see. that, though. Like, that if you're tuning in, you're wondering. Um, superstitious um, Chinese people, they hate the number four. They do. Like with a passion, they think it's like a failure number. It's like the devil's number. Like they, they don't like it so much so that they don't even like you know like in, in America and Canada, even though they're getting away from this now. Yeah, they are. Like there's no thirteenth floor. Yeah. Oh, thirteen's bad luck. It's like guys, you can pretend there's no thirteenth floor. There is a thirteenth floor. floor. Exactly. You can put whatever the hell you want on the elevator. Where are you? I'm so, on the twelfth, fourteen. So this, in Vancouver, okay. Yeah. In Vancouver. There was no 13 floors uh, in all the buildings. And then they started with no four floors. That's gone too far. And the fire department said, no, 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 no. Like, because the floors are really the floors. And so in a lot of places, though, in, in, in Asia, not every Asian hates the number, but you know what I mean? The superstitious and the gambling ones, yeah. they hate the number four. And uh, like I said, and they won't put it in addresses, like in neighborhoods. There is no number four and stuff. So there's no 214 or number four. They skip it. They just skip the number four uh, all over. And you know what's really interesting, too? People don't realize this. We'll get to the gambling movies in a second here. But from gambling, you know Asian gamblers, they won't touch a $50 bill. 
Yeah, no, they hate fifties. It's true. Yeah, like they don't mind. Like it's not like oh, it's too like you know they're it's too low for them or they're only hundreds. No, no, they'll touch a one, a five, yeah. a ten, and a twenty. Yeah. They will not touch a fifty dollar bill. And it's funny because I was in uh, when I lived in Vegas, I cashed once real big. All right, I hit like a can. It was like six k. I had a great Saturday college football. Great memory that night. <laughs> I was ah, I was all dry. It was a great night. And I remember I went to the window to get paid. And they're like, oh, you got to go to the gate. And, uh, you know, it was your cage. You won, you know, it was a bigger, bigger chunk here. You got to go to the cage. Go to the cage. And they gave me like a stack of 50s. So like $1,000 in $50 bills. Uh, that's not I a said, good one. I said, what the hell is this? <laughs> and they're like, that's $1,000, sir. In <laughs> 50s. And it was like, you know, you know, it had the paper around it. And I was like, I don't want that. And I was like, no, 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 no. And they were like, well, we're going to have to give you 20s then because we don't have whatever. And I said, I don't care. <laughs> I said, I was all drunk. I was like, I don't have a care, man. And then I got all mad. I said, you guys trying to bring me down, man? Giving me $50 bills? And the guy in the cage said, oh, God. Now it's on to white people. And we all started <laughs> laughing. Because <laughs> basically, guys, it was the end of the night. They were stuck with the 50s because all the Asians, they know. Don't even try to give an Asian a $50 bill. He'll, he's going to boycott the casino. <laughs> what, about, what about Canadian money, though, because of its color? Know what the problem is? I'm going to ask Vince this one. The 50 looks very close to the 1,000. They're both crimson, right? <laughs> so the 50 is like insulting. I want to be honest with you. I've never liked the Canadian 50. That red. I've never liked it. I've always thought it was a weird bad bill. I like, I the, like the $50 fact like of it. I like the 100. The 100 I got no beef with. I, it's true. That 50 I've always had a bad vibe about. And, and the 20, I've always said Wayne Gretzky should be on the bill instead of uh, Queen Elizabeth. I got to uh, be honest with you, I got more issues with the five. That bill sucks. <laughs> okay. Let's not get it. Blue money. This is, what, this is what quarantine is doing to us. Yeah. We hate, we're hating money. That bill sucks. <laughs> you know what? Okay. Listeners like this stupid stuff because we're going nuts. They, 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 they'll have a good time. What do we have? Movies, right? No, 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 no. We get to the movies. Okay. Uh, what I mean, yeah. What I, the movie's going to turn into two shows. So we're not going to get about Rex Ryan. I want to get to Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan's an idiot. So Rex Ryan's doing an interview with ESPN. He works for ESPN, and uh, Rex Ryan has no love for Amari Cooper. The former Jets coach made a number of scathing comments on ESPN's Get Up on Friday morning about the Cowboys' decision to give Cooper a blockbuster five-year, hundred million dollar contract. I wouldn't have paid this turd. No way in hell I would have paid this guy. This is the biggest disappearing act in the National Football League. He doesn't show up on the road. He doesn't show up uh, when the competition is good. When he's against uh, top corners, the guy disappears. That's fine. You say that. That's yeah. strong words. No, shouldn't I call him a turd. turd? You, you can't call him a turd. Exactly. Turd? You're calling him a piece of crap. Okay. Um, now, I got. let me go on because he says more. To me, you pay Dak Prescott. Forget all the numbers. They're number one in the league because of Dak Prescott, not because of this guy. Uh, they made a huge mistake. Now, listen, you could argue they paid a little bit too much for Cooper. Fine. I, yeah. But he says, he goes on to say about, uh, he goes on to say about how Amari Cooper doesn't make Dak Prescott better. It's the other way around. Like, he That's should be fired bad. for saying that alone. I agree. Like, any idiot knows. And I didn't even look it up. This stuff top of my head. Guys, the Dallas Cowboys with Amari Cooper are, you know, they're like 20 and 7 or something. Without him, I remember they were like 7 and 2. Doc Prescott's numbers went up so exponentially, Cam. Look, dude, they were like 12 and 2 at one point yeah, with right. Cooper. Before like, Cooper dude, got there. Their offense changed uh, completely when Amari Cooper got there. No, it's true. He disappeared against the Patriots uh, on the road in that big game. He disappeared against the Eagles in a big game. Not disputing it. Fine. That's a fair criticism. Well, he doesn't show up in big games. But I wouldn't pay this turd. Because right. he's called him a turd. Now, listen, Rex. I'm a Buffalo Bill fan. And um, you were my coach. And you were a Jet coach. And you were my division. You suck. You suck. If anyone's a turd, it's you. You're one of the worst coaches in Buffalo Bill history. All right? Actually, like, yes. I no, can't. No, he really is. Like, I don't know. Dick Geron. Who's worse? No, Dick Geron's really better. One of the worst coaches in Bill's history, this guy. Knox, every Marv Levy was a legend. No, he is the worst. Dude, put the list down. He's the worst. Yeah, no, Greg Williams is better than him. I agree. I go through all of them. Like, they're all good. You know what I mean? Like, 
Rex Ryan sucks, bro. Rex Ryan, you freaking punted to the Miami Dolphins in overtime with two minutes left. Rex That's Ryan. I trust my defense. The same defense that let like, the Dolphins go up and down the field. Matt Moore, whoever the hell it was. Dude, Kyle Turley, I remember Kyle Turley years ago. And I was my buddies with him. I asked Kyle, I said, hey, I'm a Bills fan. So I said, Kyle, what do you think of Rex uh, to the Bills? And I didn't like it at the time. But I said, to, I said to Kyle, I imagine you would like Rex. He's supposedly a big players guy. And he goes, nah. He goes, let me tell you. Rex is a really nice guy. But he goes, Rex is just a football fan. Yeah. And he said he just wants to be one of the guys. He doesn't command a room. And he is. He's, he's a showman. Right? He's a showman. So he calls him a turd. And I'll put it this way, Ken. The best way, in my opinion, I'll throw it to you here. I don't even think there's any dispute. Who's had a more successful career? Like, who's better? Like, Amari Cooper is a much better wide receiver than you ever were a coach. Oh, it's not you know even debatable. Saying? It's yeah, yeah. not debatable. Yeah. He disappears at times. But he's still a stud. And another thing is, like Ian Rappaport tweeted, he said, I don't understand this. Like, Amari Cooper is one of the nicest guys, hardest yeah. workers. Like, Amari Cooper's not a jerk. He shows up. He tries. Yes, he disappears in big games sometimes. A lot of people do. Yep. It is what it is. And you go on TV and call him a turd? That, 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 that's too much. I'm going to tell you another thing. Are you going to take advice or information from a guy who gets pleasure from licking and smelling people's feet? The guy's a weirdo. Like, he's doing, he goes to the foot fetish conversations and, like, you know, the, guy, the guy's fondling feet, sniffing feet and stuff. Rex, Rex has got a screw loose. I hate feet. Uh, Rex uh, has released a statement. <laughs> uh, I can't believe I said that. Yeah, I'm yeah. not down with the foot thing, but, you know. No, foots are gross. They're gross. Statement? What's the statement? We made it. Cam's making it clear he has no foot fetishes. <laughs> feet reek. Why would I want to lick them and touch them? There's other beautiful parts of a woman's body. But continue the statement. <laughs> if you like feet, you're a freak. That's just my opinion. Just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm dying. <laughs> so, Rex Ryan says, I can't believe, I can't, I can't believe uh, I said that, that I used that word. Obviously, it was a poor choice uh, for me to say. Anyone who knows me, look, quite honestly, I think the world of every NFL football player, I have respect for every single player in the league, including Amari Cooper. Without being stated, I think the Cowboys have respect for Amari Cooper. He goes on to say. Like, yeah, but why uh, do you why, know what? Why'd you say turd though? Is that the thing that pops in your mind? Like you, because in real life it means he would have he would have said he's a piece of even worse. Yes, that's what I'm saying. You can retract a statement, but when you call a guy a turd and we talk about jail, goof, there's certain words that I don't care if you apologize. It's uh because Rex Ryan's a horrible coach. Like that's another thing. You're a horrible coach. You're not you're not coaching for a reason. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Look at the Buffalo Bills. With Rex Ryan, look at the Buffalo Bills without Rex Ryan. Yeah, well, McDermott is in like a wait, league. Wait, of- wait, 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 what do you want me to say? Like Rex Ryan's not even in his league, man. Like, Who's you know, listen, the- Rex Ryan's a better coach than Matt Patricia. I'll give him that. Uh, it's debatable. No, 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 no. Let's not say it's too sad. Let's say uh, it's not. <laughs> he is, but yeah. No, no, like Rex, Rex is clueless and he's a bad coach. But he's a way better people person. But exactly. Players try for him. Like, that is one thing. You know what I mean? Like, they run over them. But, like, a good example of that was the Buffalo Bills were, like, the most penalized team in the NFL when he was the coach. Exactly. Dude, we were offside, did stupid things, and it was it starts at the top. Dude, now the Bills, you jump offside, McDermott's yeah. going to put you in a headlock. Like, he's a wrestler. Like, he'll look at you, you do it again, you're done. He'll trade you. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? He'll be like, all right, you just don't get it. You just don't get it. You're gone. Right? Like, Rex Ryan, we were all undisciplined. It starts at the top when you're an undisciplined team. Puccio just told me that uh, Steph Curry has a foot fetish. I didn't know that. But Aisha, he's into Aisha's feet. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, you got a... Twice from Toronto. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's saying yes, yes, yeah. God, man, that's... uh, Wow. Okay. I just think it's insane, but uh, that's just me. (laughs) Like, I hate feet. Like, they're just so gross. (laughs) What a show. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm obsessed with. I'm going off about Rex Ryan's horrible coach, and Cam keeps going back to ah, the feet thing. The feet, he nope. just can't get over the feet thing. Want to know why? You're because right, though. We suck. The guy like who puts pictures of their wife's feet in their office? What I'm saying, the guy say he went to a convention in Vegas. 
Can I smell your feet? Can I touch your feet? Can I take a picture of your feet? Oh, my God. Anyway, uh, yeah, see, that's why G GTV game, we get it all. Sports, bad stories, comedy. Hey, the whole works, buddy. <laughs> Rex, this didn't... Uh... Didn't take Rex to jump on the, uh, ah, yeah, I take it back, though. Right? So he didn't think before he spoke. That was quite obvious. I would actually like to see, um, I would like to see, uh, I'd like to see Amari Cooper just, like, punch him in the face. Amari Cooper is such a nice guy. He might I have know, just, I know. No, you know what, he, though? Amari Cooper, uh, Amari Cooper, this, um, this will motivate him. Like, that's the thing. Like, he gets motivated by this stuff. He knows people hate on him. Listen, I said the same thing about Cooper. Like, if you compare his salary to other people, you know, it's a problem. I think, you know, and it, he's a good football player, but he's not Julio Jones. He's not elite elite. But get up. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Not a great sports grid, game time decisions. Uh, we promised us a movie talk, the, the best um, gambling movies of all time. I wish we had more time to do it, but honestly, and all kidding aside, I think I guess we got nothing but time, Cam. So you know, we can, can you know, TV oh. continued. Yeah. Get this. I don't know if you saw this the other night. And I don't know. I don't know about you and if you and I are the same way. I, you know, I don't, very few people know as much about sports history as I do. Like, I'm aware. I'm not one of these people. It's like, oh, I wasn't alive in 1960, so I don't know about it. I wasn't alive when Kennedy got shot, but I know all about it. Yep. Right? So, like, you know, I am a big sports history guy, and I love reading about it. And, you know, I've watched, I love watching live sports, but I'm not big, Cam, on sitting on a couch now watching, oh, they're showing this game from the 2013 finals. Oh, I know. I didn't even watch the Raptors Sixer game they played the other night. They would only play the game. So I was like, ah, whatever. I don't live in the past. Such right? a good point. Such I a good point. I don't live in the past. So I don't know. And a lot of sports fans are all like, oh, this is on. I'm like, ah, I don't get my kicks from it. It'll it's just anger me that we're not live now. And I want to, I'm I'm too busy. I'm not bored or I've got like, I'm, I'm as busy as I've ever been, even under lockdown here. So, but without being stated, I saw that the Texas USC game was on, and I couldn't resist that. That was a good, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I was like, this is the best game I ever saw. So I was like, oh, I got to tune into this, and man, it was good. It was as good as I remembered. And I didn't watch the whole thing, but get this, okay? Amazing. So ESPN, they don't have any programming, they don't have anything to show. They're showing freaking WrestleMania every night, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so they show this game. Good idea. We're going to show the greatest college football game ever played to a lot of people, what they think, 2006 uh, Rose Bowl for the national championship, USC Trojans versus, uh, so it was like Matt Liner and Reggie Bush and yeah. Lendell White. And uh, it was crazy. Jamal Charles and Vince Young. And like, dude, I, they're, they're, and every player was an NFLer. I was, I, was, I was like, oh, my God, I forgot that kid was. I even forgot about the, uh, the, one of the receivers. Uh, Ramon Taylor of Texas. Oh, yeah. Man, that kid was fast. Da, 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 he ran past everyone. Was Earl so, Thomas on that Texas team? Or was it later? No, I don't think he was. Uh, okay. No. Um, interesting. But that Texas team, they were seven-point underdogs. I was on them. I was I, on, I them, was on them, too. They won a game 41-38. Yeah. They were seven-point underdogs. The total was 69. Um, I looked it up. So, um, But anyway, so I'm watching the game, Cam, and I'm like, man, this is pretty good. Keith Jackson and Dan Fouts on the call. And, you know, I was like memory lane. And they come back from commercial and it goes into the ESPN studio. And a guy goes, due to time constraints, we now move forward in the second quarter. <laughs> and I thought to myself, time constraints? There is none. All you we have is time. Yeah. I this know. is why, ESPN, you were showing a football game that happened 14 years ago because you don't have anything to show. <laughs> so yeah. why wouldn't you just show the game uninterrupted? You know what I mean? Because they're like, oh, due to time constraints, we now move forward. Now, listen, it was only three minutes here, four minutes there. Yeah. But the thing is, it turned into like an NFL red zone thing. They almost just had like the touchdowns. I was like, guys, if you're going to advertise, you're showing the game, show the damn game uninterrupted. I got an even better idea. When you want to stretch it out to like seven, eight hours and do a super documentary, you play the full game, but key parts of the game have an interview with the coach. 
right? Pete Carroll or a player and this and that. And then you go through it too. If you want to make a super package, right. you so don't my, let, you do well, more. My point was, uh, we've got time. I wanted to have like a full show for the movie talk because we're not even going to be able to get in uh, to everything. Uh, but we had some uh, some great ones uh, that, that came back at us uh, here, Cam. Um, pretty much old school. Color of Money was a big one. Very good movie. We got a lot of color of uh, we got a lot of color of money. Uh, we got Pool Hall Junkies, Color of Money, Casino Royale, Let It Ride, yeah. Maverick. Good movie. Uh, Runner. Runner's very good. And it's from Jim Day, actually. I'm surprised he knows that one. Very, very, very good. I haven't seen that movie. I want to see that. Runner. Oh, uh, The Runner? Yeah, I haven't seen it. You, you know what? One thing about The Runner is why I knew we're not going to get time. We'll turn it into uh, we'll turn it into the show. We'll, we'll do this just do. We'll just tell a few stories here so we, you know, we can really talk about all these movies for real. But you're going to love it because we just talked about that story the other day about Jorge Gonzalez and Michael Crane and... <laughs> It couldn't help but think of Jorge, right? Like, just, you know. First thing you said. Vegas and everything. Like, it'd be like, oh, my God. This is like if Jorge got, like, a gig at the Super Bowl or something. You know what I mean? Like, you told me the story of Crane. First thing I think is Jorge Gonzalez. <laughs> so, the movie The Runner. Yep. The guy that wrote it went to high school with Jorge Gonzalez. Wow. He's also one of the lead writers on CSI now. Or he was. CSI Vegas. Wow, this guy's good. Yeah, he's a Vegas guy. So, you know what I mean? He knows... He grew up in Vegas, so he has sort of Vegas feel. There's a movie, The Runner. The chick from uh, from Friends is in it. Which one? Jennifer Aniston? Uh, Courtney uh, Courtney Cox. I like Courtney Cox. So a she's lot. young. She's yeah. she's still young. Uh, and there, there, you know what? There, there was another guy in the movie. There was another guy in the movie, the lead guy. I don't understand why his career never took off. Like like John Goodman's in the movie. What's his name? Courtney Cox is in the movie. Um, Joe Mon, our, our boy John uh, Joe Montague is in the movie. Of course he is. <laughs> of course he is. Yeah. The runner. Where's the money? All right, here it is. The, the runner. Oh, right, here's a great um, guy's name. The, uh, the main guy. Yeah, because I want to check him out. Ron Eldard. Ron Elder. Yeah, Ron Eldard. All right, the, the Runner is a 1999 crime thriller directed by Ron Moeller and starring Ron Eldred and Courtney Cox. In the film, a young man with a gambling addiction has managed to get himself into serious debt by losing all of his money. <laughs> In an effort to pay the bookies, his uncle pulls a few strings and gets him a job working for a gangster named Deep Throat, played by John Goodman. He needs a runner to place bets with various casinos and sports books in Vegas. And it's in Vegas, so he's it's a great cam. It's so accurate, some of these scenes. Uh, the gangster keeps his new runner on a short leash, and for the most part, the young gambler behaves himself. However, the temptation to walk around with large sums of cash proves to be too great, and the runner puts both his job and his survival on the line when he dips into his boss's funds <laughs> to buy an engagement ring for his girlfriend. Awesome. Yeah. So basically, I, a good story in the movie, without giving it away, is... So he's a runner. He's got like a sleazeball sort of hustler cousin. It gets him the job. Goodman's a big time gambler. And he's like living in a mansion in Vegas type thing. And it was almost like Billy Waters before Billy. You know what I mean? So yeah. he's got a bunch of runners everywhere. And, you know, so he calls, right? And basically you're at the book put and you have the money already. So he basically gives everybody like $100,000 essentially. And he goes, your job is to just sit. In this casino all day. And you don't yep. leave. You don't move. Yep. And he goes, you're not allowed to bet on sports. He goes, you can't play my place. You're not yep. allowed to bet on sports. And if you do, I'll kill you. And he goes, but <laughs> you do the job, I'll pay you I'll very nice. Yeah. Yep. Right? So, of course, of course can't he help bets. himself, right? Boy, how can you? He's it's already a, a gambler, yeah, right? Yes, yes. There's a, there's a great scene. I'm not giving away the script. There's a great scene, though. John Goodman tells him, Put 50K on the Dodgers. All right? He's doing it, and he overhears these guys talking. There's no way the Dodgers win tonight. It's a lock, San Diego. The Dodgers are a lock. We're laying it down big. And he goes, what? What do we got? You hear San Diego tonight? And there are these two old guys. San Diego's the play of the year. We're laying it all down tonight on the eye. They're like, F the Dodgers. And they go up to the window. He doesn't play. He doesn't play. He's supposed to play the Dodgers Yeah. Uh, for, for John Goodman. He doesn't play. All right? He keeps the money. 
He bets on San Diego. He wins. The Dodgers lose. Awesome. So he's all stressed out. He's like, oh, my God. No, not so awesome. Part <laughs> of the rules of being the runner is Goodman wants to see the tickets. Okay. Yeah, now we got a problem. He doesn't have the ticket. <laughs> yeah, yes. And it begins. And it just sort of, oh, it's nice. There's a great scene. Why it's good. And I'll get, I'm not, you know, going to say too much. There's parts of it that are stupid. But, you know, there's a little bit too much of the relationship stuff for me. But the uh, there's a great scene where I'm, and it's hard to say it's one of the great gambling movies, but it kind of is. Like, because there's a scene where, and you and I know that panic feeling. Oh, God. Like, you I... know that, man, it's only a gambler would know. Like, a severe gambler would know. That empty hole in your stomach, like, foo. It's just like you get this, like, you yeah. just sunk and fell. You're almost like your body becomes down. empty yeah. and hollow. Yes. And you get this sort of dizziness, and it's like, oh, my God, what did I just do? Yep. Right? You get into this thing. And in the movie, he went big, bro. And he's in the book, and he's in the casino. And he's in, like, the Sahara film type thing. And he's watching basketball, and they don't glamorize it, Ken. He's having a drink. There's like homeless guys sleeping around yeah. him. It's like real. Like they, the guys yeah. from Vegas that made the movie. So it's bang on. Oh, and he loses. And they just, in the movie, like everything goes silent when he loses. And I know that feeling. Yeah. And he just like sort of moaned. He was like, oh my God. Yeah. And he sort of did this like, he said, oh, and he started shaking. He's like, I'm dead. He's like, I'm dead. Yeah. And as it happens, these brothers come up to him and they're waving money in his face because <laughs> oh, they wow. had the other side. They're like, you loser. Look at this, other <laughs> son of a bitch. And they walk out with the money out of the casino like we see people do with the book. It gets heated sometimes. Yeah. F you all. They walk out with the money. It's, a bad oh, it's, it's intense. Yeah. It's an intense movie. I hate people that do that. Very good problem. movie. 1999, The Runner. Dumb thing to do. You'll get your karma if you play that game. Want mine? How much time we got? Or do you want yeah, to? Yeah, well, you know what? These aren't even. That's not my best up. That's just one that Jim Day recommended. So yeah, whatever. Uh, I know you're a big uh, Only Mahoney fan, but it's what else you got for us? It's yeah, well, that's the best. And the thing is, it's what you said about the other movie. Guy worked for a bank in Canada. True story. Oakley knew the guy too. He was actually going to come down to one of our tapings before. The guy's real. He worked at like CBIC. Horrible car. It's so real. His girlfriend, uh, Jennifer Tilly, with yeah, the glasses. He works right stuff. on Young yes, too. Yes. Right on and, that corner. And those yes, banks, you know? it. And the <laughs> thing about it is, it's the best real movie, too. Remember, they have a dinner party. is on his knees with the North Carolina free throw. And their friends are, wife, what the hell are you doing? The like Everything about it was good. And he did the same thing. He was a smart guy. He manipulated. He stole people's stocks and, and portfolios to use for his gambling, right? And oh, just everything. Meeting the bookie at the hockey rink, and he was a real scumbag with the toothpick. Very well, <laughs> very well done. And they still gave an Atlantic City. They still have Mahoney Day. Like it's a, it's like a legendary thing that they yeah, still like. Yeah, I know. Celebrate. I know. Anyway, I know. It, it is over the top. If you guys haven't seen, and he lives the thing that you and I talked about. Yes. Too. This guy's betting like fifty thousand a game. He's <laughs> embezzling from the bank that he yes. works for. He's like his life is going down the, the hill, awesome. and he gets mad about ordering a chicken dinner. Oh yeah, that was the most real thing about the movie yeah. too. He goes, oh, "I'm not getting forty bucks on a chicken yeah. dinner." <laughs> That's the thing. Guy's playing seventy-five thousand ahead. Why? Why? Forty dollars for ticket? guy. he's freaking out on Mini Driver. It was awesome. Everything about that movie too. The the pit boss too. Oh, Mahoney's taking us to the cleaners. Talk to me at four o'clock in the morning. Like everything he knew, like everything, the foreshadowing. Philip Seymour Hoffman, God rest his soul. That guy is a wicked actor, man. Wicked. Yeah, yeah. Like, he was good, man. Like some of those, he's one of those guys that that's why he's dead almost. Because he's too good. Yeah, like he didn't just act. He became those people. Like, yes. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. But for real, then it stuck with him type excellent, thing. Like, excellent point. Like, those guys that are that good of actors, it kills them. Heath Ledger. Excellent point. You know what I mean? Like, it was he was too intense. It was too much. You know what I mean? Like, uh, um, yeah, 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 Puccio couldn't resist. Uh, we got Puccio checks it. Don't forget Puccio. about Soprano, Gandolfini. Exactly. Hey, hey, I'm Puccio. <laughs> got to talk about my Italian friend. Hey, don't forget about yeah. Soprano. Hey, hey, yeah, hey but you don't say it. It's like the Rutgers. The Rutgers. role, he yeah. became it. 
he was Tony Soprano. Then he has, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> one thing with Heath Ledger is, though, and I saw a thing, and you know, it's one of my favorite movies with the, the Joker with Heath Ledger. And it's it, that, that scene, the hospital scene is fitting now, in which he says, he's exactly, I played, I, I posted the other day, in which he tells Harvey Dent they're in the hospital bed and he's yeah. tied up. And he tells him, he goes, you know, he goes, 13 gangbangers get shot. An old lady dies. He goes, no, or he goes, people die in a war. He goes, no one seems to be concerned. Exactly. And then he goes, but you get one little bridge blow up and oh, everyone's scared. <laughs> right? And he goes, because it's not according to plan. And I don't remember word for word. Right, right, right. Top of my head, but he tells him it's not according to the plan. <laughs> and that's what this is right now. As you said it, we've been through like terrorist attacks, yeah. muds, you know, hurricanes, deaths, mass shootings. You can wrap your head all around all of that, right? Whatever there's like, you know, oh my God, it's going 27 feet in the air now. We're walking around a cover like the unknown freaks the hell out of people. For sure it does. That, that's, that's what, you know, the unknown freaks the hell out of people. But I just want to say about Heath Ledger, because a lot of people sort of say that um, the thought is that the role of the Joker was so intense that he killed himself or to killed him. There's a lot more to his story. It's not Gabe. true. No, it's, it's not exactly. true. People like, don't yes. understand yeah, the, the whole thing story. Is exactly like, yes, he was one million percent into the role. Yeah. But everyone says after that's kind of folklore. They said, nah, man. Like, they said as soon as the scene was over, he was normal. Like, they said he was himself. He wasn't any more different. But himself was already messed up. <laughs> yeah. He was so a really cool dude, though. He, he like, was doing a lot of drugs. He was a depressed guy. He was a loner. Yeah. And he does the Joker, and he ends up ODing in a hotel room. It wasn't like, oh, the Joker has killed me. It's so depressing. No, no. The guy was, he was messed up. You know what I mean? And he happened to die after the Joker, you know what I'm, I'm gonna, saying? I'm gonna tell you if you can uh, find it, find the documentary about it. There's so much other stuff going on. Like one of the oh, Olsen, I know, I know, one exactly. Of Olsen, one of the Olsen twins was with him. You don't hear about this stuff. It's know, actually a very complicated- I know, I don't know if I saw story. that. I don't know if I saw that, but it's true. It's she true, was one there. of the Olsen twins brought him down. Yep. He had all these people going against him. Cause I saw an interview with his sister and she was the one that said, about the Joker, she said, that's one, she goes, it bothers me that people think that. Yeah. She said he was an actor. She said it didn't, I spoke to him during the movie. He loved the role. Like he was having fun. And in fact, she even said, I saw that. She said he had, he, she told her, I've never had so much fun on a movie set before. Yes, yes. So people like have this thing where he's going back to his room because he was the Joker. He was people, all depressed. People no, depressed. He was, he loved the movie. He just happened to be depressed already and he had a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. But, you know what? We promised we're going to dedicate a whole hour to all these movies because there's some great movies and scripts and gambling talk and Bad Lieutenant and The Hustler and The Sting and all, the, all kinds of stuff. All right, so get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.